Before we dive into this week's episode of the UNI podcast, we'd like to take the time to bring awareness to COVID-19. To any and everyone listening, please follow the rules of social distancing. Stay clean, stay safe, and stay healthy. And feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or thoughts. Our Instagram is always open at the UNI podcast, and we are delighted to engage in conversation. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Janice, a full-time student, social media influencer, and entrepreneur on the side. Along with school, she's balancing life, living with her little sister, and work. She's passionate about making a positive impact in the business world, as well as sharing her experiences of life with others, especially young females. Janice is here to answer and provide helpful tips to you, our listeners of the UNI podcast. With all that said, here's our conversation with Janice. You are listening to the UNI podcast, a lifestyle podcast aiming to create a passionate and thriving community who aspire and inspire in all aspects of life. Here are your hosts, Ozzy and Carol. We're so excited to on our episode today. Welcome to the UNI podcast, Janice. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so a little bit of background. Janice is my cousin, so there's going to be a little bit of laughter and stuff going on. It's a little bit of giggles. A lot of laughter, actually. Let's not cut ourselves. All right. So we have a couple questions for you, but first, how are you? I'm good. I'm just here during this lockdown, trying to stay seen. Don't worry, I understand that. All of us are. So before we get started, we wanted to break the ice a little bit and kind of start with the standard questions. So if you could create a slogan for your life, what would it be? Um, Stay strong and just keep moving forward. I like that. Okay, okay. Do you want to dig into that a bit? Um, it's just more like, I feel like throughout life, you have a lot of battles that you have to go through no matter what. So you just have to stay tough throughout them and just keep moving forward because you can't go backwards. You only can go forward. All right. So diving into the main section of the podcast, could you please share with us your background and the story that has led you to where you are now? Okay. So I'm from the Bahamas and I go to school in Toronto at York University. I'm in my last year of school. I study business and society. So it's just a program that's based on learning all aspects of the business. And also you study society and you see how society affects business and how business affects society. Kind of like what's going on now with the whole quarantine and virus thing. Um, and right now I just started my side business. I do hair on the side, braiding, styling, (laughs) and all of the other (laughs) good stuff. And then I'm also starting a brow business that I'm not getting into deep just yet, but we'll get into that. Okay. All right. All right. We love that for you. Wait, when you talk about hair, what kind of hair do you do? So I can know what I should come to when I come back. (laughs) Like passion twists, braiding, cornrows, anything really. I can apply someone's wig, you know, box all braids. that. Box braids. All right. All right. Um, I know knotless box right. braids. I need some knotless box braids. So well. Yeah, they take a, a while, but, you know, the style is beautiful at the end. All right. Mm. I'm a, we can go into details after this podcast. <laughs> all right. So um, what work do you, I guess you just went through that. Like what work do you do as an entrepreneur? Yeah. Like coming up with your business. 
Well, I started doing hair on the side because I just needed some quick, fast cash, I would say, and also to keep myself busy while I'm off to school, because sometimes you can get a little bored when, and I don't really go out that much, so I get bored pretty easily, and I don't really watch Netflix at all. I'd rather be doing something physically, and I don't really go to the gym, so that's my workout. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's kind of how um, I started doing it. And I, I've always been good with doing hair. So it was just like a no-brainer. Like, okay, kind of use your strengths, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Karenique told me actually that you're really good at coming up with names, like for your business and just names in general. So <laughs> could you walk us through the process of like how you do that? Do you have a name for your business right now? Um, yeah, the hair business is called Six Hair Assassin. So, oh, see, you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so six is from, like, you know, I'm in Toronto. It's the six. They call it the six. And then the hair assassin just means, like, you can get through it really fast and you're really good at it. You know, when you hire an assassin, it's because they're really good at their job. Yeah. And, you know, that type of stuff. I was going to say the killing part, but I don't really want to mention that. But, yeah, they're really good at what they do. So that's what, how I came up with the name. And usually when it comes up, when it comes to finding a name for a business, I kind of like to bring, um, brainstorm a lot of names and I kind of think about, okay, if it's about brows, like what comes to my mind when I think about brows, you know what I mean? So I just put a bunch of words on the paper and um, I kind of like catch phrases a lot because they're kind of like catchy and you know, whatever can grasp the reader and the person that is interested. So my brow company is called the Brow Wiz. So it's like the Brow Wizard, like you know, a magician. It's like you have you don't have something, then you have something. Yes. Yeah. So that's what my brow business is called. Okay, the reason why I mentioned it to Ozzy was because Ozzy is coming up with a business same way when I asked you to help me with my business name. Mm -hmm. She's also working on her business, and she's like, I. Oh yeah? Well, yeah, I don't know if you're gonna I'm talk terrible. about it on here. No, no, yeah, we're gonna, that's a later topic for our podcast. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, we'll that, yeah. Up. <laughs> we'll bring it up. Um, so, how are you working on your business during this time? Well, right now during this time, I haven't put in any work as yet into my business because I've just been trying to complete my um, final semester because I have finals coming up next week. Next, Whoa! Yeah, that's early. Yeah, April fifth. That's and April crazy. 9th, that's early. I have finals, so I haven't really been able to think about my business per se. But I guess after I'm done with my finals, I'm definitely gonna get into that because I won't have anything else to focus on but that. Yeah. Oh yeah, just because you're a senior and you know you have your whole business, how are you able to prioritize your tasks? Like, how do you? figure out which ones are more important, which ones to get into, like, first, and then... Um, well, I prioritize my tasks based off what's, what's need, what needs to be done immediately, and I put those first, and then for my free time, whatever I can add in those slots, I'll put that in there. So, like, I'll do schoolwork first, and then, like, my business would come after. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what does your typical day look like for you? Can you describe um, your routine? Well, my typical day routine, it starts off with breakfast. Usually I start breakfast around 10, I would say. Because I'm not like a early eater, I guess. Sometimes I don't eat breakfast at all, actually. So I can't really say I eat breakfast all the time. But yeah, I start with breakfast. And 
Um, then I look at my my planner because I usually put all the things that I have to do for the day the day before, like the night before. I plan everything the night before, and then the day before, in the morning, I look at it and I see what needs to be done, and then I would go to school. I'm talking about the school day. Yeah, you're good. I would go to school, and then I don't really have long classes, so I'd have probably like two, three hours a day of class. And then I'd come back home, and then that's when I start doing like stuff with my business. Sometimes I would have a client, or if I don't have a client, then I just think about ways to improve my logo. And I actually have a few different businesses that I'm trying to work on currently, so I've been doing a lot of logos recently. And then after that, I kind of unwind like wind down and I start doing homework and dinner dinner takes about a few hours I wish I had a maid to do it for me but I don't and yeah <laughs> don't we all <laughs> yeah and I try to go to bed pretty early Honestly. like 11 11 p.m 12 p.m I don't go to bed after Girl, 1 yeah. you call that early I used to go to bed at 9 a.m 9 p.m talking about early is 11 p.m yeah no 9 p.m is too 11 p.m is actually sometimes quite I just good. Be, I just be finishing dinner sometimes around that time, oh. and I need time. To Why is dinner taking you so long, girl? What type of dinner because are you taking? Five course meal. Like, I do. <laughs> I like. I like. You know, like I like have not heavy dinners, but I like a full course dinner. Meal. Like a oh, full. Okay. You have a starter salad. I know y'all like. No, salad. I don't. Know, I don't, I don't girl, start with salad. Salad. But you know, I be cooking my baked chicken <laughs> with some rice and some corn, maybe some macaroni. And then I always have to have dessert okay. after dinner. Okay. I always have to have dessert. I think that's the main thing. Okay. Dessert. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can too. I can too. <laughs> and I guess seeing as how we're in like this self-isolation quarantine period, has that changed your routine? If it has, oh, yes. like, what do you do now? It has changed my routine drastically. Um, when I wake up, I have to remember what day it is. I always remind myself what day it is first. <laughs> no. Hey, Ozzy here. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We want us to take a little time to share with you Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum of listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. In fact, we use Anchor to share our podcast and love the convenience of it. We can get all our stats to help us better improve our podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Honestly, because ever since <laughs> ever since it started, it was just like the day's just been rolling and I just don't even know. I can't keep up. But um, so far, like I wake up, I still wake up pretty early. I wake up around 8 a.m. every morning. I feel like I wake up earlier now, now that we're like self-isolating than I did for classes. Yeah. And I cook breakfast and then I think, okay, how can I do, what work can I do towards my final? Because it's just essay, so I just prep it day by day because I still have a full week to get it done. And then the rest of the day, I'm not really doing anything. Like, it kind of, I feel like I'm kind of getting lazy in a sense 
but I'm trying not to get lazy at the same time and use this time that I have wisely to work on my business because I feel like this is the only pause we're going to have for a while, you know, because before all of this happened, I was just like thinking to myself, like, wow, life goes so fast. Like everything's just so fast. School, work, making money, going home, cooking dinner. Like it's just all like, you know, so, so quickly we're set in this routine, but now we're paused. So I feel like I can reset a bit and figure out like my actual routine that I want to keep like a solid routine. You know what I mean? And yeah. You know, things are changing, but I feel like this time, I'm just taking this time to really figure out my life right now and my future. Um, let's just say, how do you limit your distractions? Um, well, like I told you, I don't really watch TV, so that's really one distraction, like, out the door. Um, the only distraction I would say I have is my phone. And with my phone, I just put it on Do Not Disturb, and I try to place it somewhere far away from me. And, you know, with the face turned down so I can't see notifications because I feel like notifications is like the first thing to get your attention. And that's kind of what gets you distracted, distracted. But I feel like also we're we're kind of accustomed to seeing notifications. So even when you're not around your phone, you're like, oh, did my phone just beep? Like, you know, oh, what no, I mean? I'd be hearing. Like, this, yeah. like, does it, did it just yeah. buzz? Like you always think that, oh, my gosh, like you're expecting a notification. That's because we always on our phone. You know what I mean? So I feel like my biggest distraction is my cell phone. And I do get in times where I would delete apps. Like, sometimes I get frustrated. I'm like, oh, I'm deleting Twitter. I'm deleting Instagram. Like, I don't even want to see it because then I'm just going to click on it. And then I'll sit there bored for a while after I'm done all my tasks and be like, okay, now I need entertainment. Now I can get it back. <laughs> no. I got to redownload it. Like, I'm one of those people. I will delete, redownload, delete, redownload as much as I can. In the same day or over a period of time? Over a period of time. Okay. Not the like, same, same day. day. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> then I would have issues at that point. No, I remember just <laughs> like this past, well, this semester I was going through a process and I did not have any social media on my phone whatsoever. So it was easy for me to just keep going, going, going with all the work that I had to get done. Mm-hmm. It was different. But the second I redownloaded uh, all of my social media apps, I was like, I don't know how to not click on them. Yeah. I don't want to delete. I don't want to delete them again because like I missed it for three months. Yeah, cause I've had points where I want to like get rid of my phone, but then I realized that my family has to contact me, and they would yeah. probably be a little bit scared as to why they can't get in contact with me. So like that's the only reason I have never gotten rid of my phone because actually I hate my phone sometimes. I have a love hate relationship with it, to be quite honest. But you know, you need it for certain things, I guess. Yeah. For yeah, me personally, like school. Ever since I've had, like, social media and stuff, I've always, like, removed the notifications. So even, yeah. if, like, Instagram, like, even if, like, yeah, I guess, like, too. someone liked my picture, I won't even see it because, like, I've turned off the notifications for that particular app. And for right. me, ever since that, I literally did it when I downloaded the apps, I remember. Um, and ever since then, I don't really care because I don't, I don't see anything until I open the app, like, actually. Yeah, I love doing that. I feel like that can be the first step for a lot of people that have a hard time honestly on their phones and trying to stay focused especially when you're you're not ready to delete Delete. the whole app (laughs) no remove notifications (laughs) yeah remove your notifications because i feel like once you get yourself used to not hearing the buzz and the beep and you know you don't Mm -hmm. expect it as much you you're not dependent on it yeah totally okay so our next question um you were talking about 
you know, your calendar and stuff like that. So what tools do you use when planning your day? Are you like a digital girl or are you more so like writing stuff down? Yeah, paper and pen is the way to go for me. Um, I've tried to be a digital girl because I do like being on my phone and using using digital apps and stuff like that. But when it comes to planning, I cannot do it. Like I just cannot use those type of apps, applications to plan my work. Like I need a pen and a paper. And I also feel like with pen and a paper, you yeah. get things done. You actually get it done. You know what I mean? Like it's like you, you write it into the world. Like this is what I got to do. I got to get this done. And when you come back and you look in that book, you know that, okay, this thing wasn't completed or it was completed, you know what I mean? So I'm definitely a pen mm-hmm. and a paper type of girl when it comes to planning. Yeah. Have you Tarnik, ever... what are you? Are you digital or paper? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't even write things down anymore. I my life is gone to nothing. I, like, I told you guys, like, it's really <laughs> hard for me to, I to, like, my life has gone to nothing. This semester just... Oh, yeah, yeah, This whole true. semester just threw away my whole processes for staying on track of things so I had to go to digital because at times I would leave my planner behind because I'm always in a rush I remember I would talk to one of my friends on my phone and they would say um oh where are you like they'd be like oh can I call you and I'm like yeah you can call me but I can't talk for long because I'm on my way from class heading to my room to change so I can go to my business meeting they're like are you gonna eat I was like I'm eating now on the way there Mm. and they're like sis what and I was like yeah I just don't have time right now yeah like, the semester just kind of threw away everything so mm-hmm. I can't write things down I don't even know I was digital this semester because it was the only way for me to keep track of what I was doing do you find that digital apps um do you find that most of the digital apps that you've used as a planner work for you like I feel personally with me when it comes to digital apps, I actually want to come up with my own app eventually when it comes to planning because every app that I've tried, I feel like it's still not well-rounded enough for college not students. Well, yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking too, personally. Like, they're not, like, there's just something that's just not grasping me to it. Like, as much as I would want to be into digital, you know, because we always on computers, our phones, mm-hmm. it's, it's convenient to have a digital application, yeah. but I just feel like, None of them are well-rounded enough. And if they are, you probably got to pay bucks, big bucks. Exactly. For, For me, and we I... Poor. We poor college switch. students. I use... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I usually... I, I literally switch... I have digital and paper and pen, so... Digital for me is like every like my big things. Like, if I have a test, I would write that down or like a presentation. Like, later on in the road, I would write that down. And then I have my planner, which I use for like my day-to-day like stuff. Yeah. So... If you could create an app that could help us all, that'd be amazing. Please do. Because <laughs> I've been trying to find a digital app to keep me on track with everything, but it's just not been working. And that's right. For like what you guys were saying, like I use digital for big things. Like I just use the digital apps to remind me where I need to be at certain times. But I had a huge calendar in my room where... At the beginning of the semester, I wrote down when everything would be due on those specific days. So I just look at it and know that yeah. that's what I had to get done. Yeah, I have one of those two. Those help a lot. All right. Um, have you ever been overwhelmed with your work? And how do you handle that situation? Oh, yes. Many, many, many times. I feel like it took me three years of college to get my self together and figure out how to manage myself. You know what I mean? Like, you think you would get yeah. it from the get-go. And a lot of parents think that... That's mm-hmm. how it works, but it really but takes not. time. <laughs> it really takes time to 
figure out what works for you because what might work for someone else won't work for you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of tips of different ways how to manage my work and manage my time and all of that. And like, it just doesn't work unless you figure out what works for you. And I feel yeah. like for me, it took trial and error to um, figure out how to not be overwhelmed because I kind of dealt with anxiety for my third year. Yeah, I dealt with a lot of anxiety during my third year. And I think during my first and second year, I dealt with a lot of depression during the time from being away from my parents and stuff like that. And then the anxiety, I don't know where it came from, but I think it came from having like so much work uh, on top of work and then due dates. And I think that was another thing that kind of... um kind of what is it what's the word for it like my time was kind of like all over the place because I don't know I was just I was obsessed with due dates but I didn't know how to actually like have them properly aligned into my daily schedule and I feel like that's where you get overwhelmed a lot with like your life and then your school because it's all type of aspects of life you know what I mean you have your regular day-to-day stuff where you got to go to the gym, work in your body, your your parents and all of that. And then you have your schoolwork and was a whole different, you know? So I would say I've, I have been overwhelmed a lot, but I just handle it by, like I say, with my planner. And literally, you have to plan your whole life. <laughs> Honestly, that's how, that's how I've overcome come it. Other people have different ways of overcoming their you know, anxiety and the workload and stuff like that. But me, what's been working for me so far is literally writing everything down. Like, everything down. Everything. Like, because our human brains, like, the world's so fast and everything's just, we're consuming so much that we can't possibly, like, remember everything that we have to do and what time we have to do it and all of that. So I would say for me, it's been writing everything down as much as I can to the best of my abilities and being very detailed as well. Because sometimes, like, you might see a task, but if you can be detailed about it, like, how to complete that task or what steps you need to complete that task and then take those steps first, it will kind of ease your mind of having to do the final task, mm. you know? So I kind of take it in small chunks, yeah. per se. And, yeah, that's how I deal with it. Actually, going off of that, so if you had, like, a like a really big test or, like, um, like a project, how mm-hmm. would you how would you plan that? Um, for example, I had a group project that I had to do recently. It was a video project that we had to do together, but due to this virus, we actually couldn't, couldn't meet up with each other to do the project. And with that, I had set days where I would focus on just that project. And first I would do all my um, research and find my sources and stuff like that. I feel like once you do all your research, um, Everything else is easy for you. So mm-hmm. um, the set days that I had set to do that specific project, I would do one day for research. I'd literally break it down into chunks and do and start it from like the beginning, how you would, how you would do the project. You think you look at the project, you analyze it, you talk with your group, your group mates, or if it's just a project by yourself, you talk with yourself and... Yeah. You know, you do your research first. That's, like, the biggest thing doing the research and making sure you have everything you need before you actually get into the project. Okay. Why do you think it's important to manage your time well? Why do you think this is, like, why, why all this stuff we're doing, why do you think it's important? Um, I think it's important to manage your time well because when you go into the 
real world, they like to say the real world, um, it's all about balance. You know, you're balancing a whole, your whole life, like every aspect of your life. If you have kids, you have to include them into that time. So everything's kind of being cut down. You have to, it's almost like a pie. You have to section off that pie and use it wisely or eat it wisely, you know, so you don't over consume the pie and you don't mm-hmm. under consume the pie where it goes bad. So I would say time, when it comes to time managing, it's very important for the bigger aspect of life when you actually have to um deal with your household stuff deal with work deal with kids it's more it's kind of building you up for that how do you balance i guess we're talking about this in the beginning but how do you balance you know work but your personal life your business um like i said before i just balance Mm -hmm. it by setting times for certain things like on the weekends is when I more consume myself with my personal life, per se. Like, during the week, I think I like to think of Monday to Friday as working, like, for just school and my business. Like, that's all I think about. And if I have time to insert some personal stuff, because you actually have to take care, you have your personal self-care. I think we kind of get consumed in work sometimes and we forget about our self-care. And it's, it has happened to me many times, and I've had to figure out ways to still beautify myself and, you know, feel like myself and not being drowned in what I have going on. So I would say I just set certain days for certain things. The weekends are my personal days and I just keep that for me. And that's why I try to get a lot of my work done before the weekend. If you can do that, then that would be amazing because you won't have to think about it. You won't have to stress in the weekend. You just free your mind and do whatever makes you happy. Honestly, I wish it wasn't like that. I wish we had a three-day weekend. You know what I mean? Because I feel like Monday to Friday, just consuming yourself with work is like a lot for a human being. Because if you think about it, we're all conditioned into this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sorry for cutting you off, but what do you do um, for your self-care? How do you practice self-care? With self-care, mainly for me, I just, I used to be into makeup, but I'm not so much anymore. I'm more into like my skincare and skin being healthy, you know? Um, Boy, she used to beat a face. Yeah, I used to be really? heavily into makeup. She could beat a face. I still could beat a face, <laughs> but you know, your girl Don't get has to care about the face under the face. You know what I mean? So um, I would say for my self care, I like to do a lot of face masks. I, I even do my face masks during sometimes when I'm doing schoolwork and stuff. Kind you kind of how, what do you say? You. Catch two birds with one stone. Kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Kill two birds Kill two with one stone. Yeah, so I would try to do things during the time I'm doing my schoolwork. And my nails, I kind of do that like on the weekends and stuff like that. I would say I don't really practice too much self-care. Um, throughout the weekdays, I do Pilates. So I schedule Ooh. that in for an hour. Oh. An hour out of my day doesn't hurt. And How I, do you do Pilates? Um, yeah, please explain I that. Like it. Girl, it's I very can't. relaxing. Pil- Pilates, Are you yeah. relaxing, relaxing mm. for me. I've tried Pilates. That hurts. Really Wait, hurts. isn't Pilates it's like small it's movements? It's just like small movements. Yeah, it's, it's small so- movements, but it focuses on a bigger, a part of a muscle and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, maybe I'm mixing it. Isn't Pilates the one where you're on like the machine? Yeah, you're on a reformer machine, or you. They have a lot of machines you use, basically. Yeah. Oh no, that oh, looks Pilates scary. Pilates kill me. 
I tried Pilates once last summer and I never went back to a Pilates class. I don't know. I feel like it's so relaxing for me, but I don't know. I feel like Pilates is my downtime. So I kind of do that for an hour, sometimes throughout the week. So that's one thing um, people can do. You can add like an hour or two of self-care into your day. Bar, have you done bar before? Bar is similar, I think, to Pilates where you're focusing on small movements. Should probably try that. That one was that was hard, but it's no. cool. Oh, I don't think I've never classes. I don't think I've ever done that. I've never done it. Bar is like you know, like ballet. It's not well, it's not ballet, but you know, it's like ballet movements. I found out oh. about bar from one of our interviewees who are really into fitness and OZ. Yeah. But other than that, I've yeah, never. You guys should try Pilates. It. I've tried try Pilates. It again. Pilates ain't for me. I should. Try I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it. I don't know because Ozzy. I haven't really done it before. I feel like it's super it. relaxing too because it's kind of like you're going to the gym and doing yoga at the same time. No, I like to go to yoga separately. Really? Like, I used to go to I used to go to gym I'm twice try a day. That. I would go in the morning and do my circuits and my hit workout. Then later in the afternoon after work, I would come back and I do my yoga class. Yeah, so, yoga is amazing. Just, I feel like yoga is a necessity for anybody. No, yes. it is. Exactly. It, it really just helps is. you with your whole mental like space. Yeah. It makes Definitely. you flexible. You can stretch. Stretching is very important. And that's a big thing to have a clear mental mind when guys. you have a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keys. Yeah. That's um, good. Pilates. Okay. I'm going to have to write that down after this whole quarantine thing to do that. <laughs> All right. I have another question, though. You said that you took like a time management certification. Yeah. Like I did that. I did it online. I did um online on, I think it's called You Ed Me or You Ed Me or something like that. You can get um, certificates online for, like, anything, basically. And it just, with the time management course, they kind of gave me different ways on how to manage my time. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have the Pomodoro effect. I think you guys talked about that in one of your podcasts already. Oh, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. I've heard about that. And then they have um, another thing where you basically, like I was saying at the beginning, you kind of figure out what's your most immediate task that needs to be done and you kind of put it in a box of four so it's like the immediate ones not so immediate and then what can't what needs to be done and what doesn't have to be done it's something like that i can't remember the full box but you just put all your tasks in that box and you figure it out like that like what exactly you need to be done so what was your main takeaway from that certification from that certification honestly it taught me a lot of things that i already knew (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be quite honest, but my main takeaway from that was, um, I would say focusing on, not focusing on the bigger picture, but putting things into little chunks. I would say that's, that was the biggest takeaway for me because I used to try to do everything all at once. Like if I had a task or a project, I would try to do it all in one sitting, but it doesn't really work that way. And my brain doesn't work that way. So the biggest thing for me was like splitting it into chunks as to what needs to be done first, second, third, and fourth, and so on, depending on how much it can be broken up into, because sometimes it doesn't have to be as small chunks, but it's just as much as you can take on at the time. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so um, for our next question, what will you be focusing on in 2020, both in your business and personally? <sighs> well... 2020 has so been a rough year. And yeah, I mean, like I said, yeah. <laughs> um, well, has, what I will be focus, in, focusing it's on. It's been a rough year. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> I know the year ain't even over, but shoot, who knows how long we're going to be quarantined for. 
Um, my biggest focus this year is going to be uh, launching my biggest business idea for when I come out of school. So I'm going to be all focused into that this year. And personally for me, I would say I'm, my biggest focus is going to be growing mentally and physically because I feel like I'm kind of out of shape these days, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I just want to I just want to get into a habit. I want to I want to get myself into a habit and a routine, like a set routine. I feel like I still don't have a set routine and that's one of my biggest goals for this year to get into a set routine that works for me and that actually works with my schedule and my goals and you know just align everything into one. So I just I'm going to be fo- focusing on alignment this year, making sure everything is like mm-hmm. You know, going smoothly where I'm not stressing or mentally tired or physically tired. Hmm. That's a really good point. I remember because I had a really good routine that I liked last summer, but it only worked for my life last summer. Mm -hmm. I think that routine only works for me during the summer because I can't find a way to fit it into my school life. Like I've always tried, but it just never worked out. Yeah, that's how it be. Um, who do you look up to in the girl boss community? Um, in the girl boss community, I would say I look up to a few females. One being my big sister. Should I give reasons? Yeah. Well, my big sister yeah. is one of my main persons that I look up to in the girl boss community. Mainly because the way she juggles everything. My sister kind of juggles a lot of things on her plate on a day-to-day basis. Because she has her son and she is the COO of a big company here in the Bahamas. And then she also balances taking care of our whole family and taking care of herself. So she juggles a lot and that's one thing I look up to her for. Because it's like, I know eventually my life will be just as busy as hers. And it's kind of good to have a few guidance from her and to see like how she's doing things and what I could do differently to improve what she's doing now. So she's one of my persons that I look up to in the girl boss community. And then also I would say another person I look up to would be Rihanna. Yes. Not because she's beautiful, but because <laughs> she's from the island. And she kind of gives me hope that even though you're a small island girl, you still can do big things out in the world. And also the way she has branched off from her music career into her beauty career. And I just feel like it's good to see that she can also balance a lot more things on her plate. Mm -hmm. And it also shows that you don't have to just be passionate about one thing, you know? And that's kind of like like how I am. Yeah, I feel like I'm a type of person I'm not always focused on just one thing because mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about like different things. Like I might be passionate about one thing, but I also want to branch off into other things. You know what I mean? So I feel like if I could grow one business and I could get people on board that's also passionate about that business, then I can come up with a new business and get more people that are passionate about that business. Yeah. And then it just works like that. So I would say Honestly, those are my I two agree. biggest girl boss. Yeah influencers but the whole like branching out thing i really like that especially for me too because like even my business my business idea in air quotes like i'm also (laughs) interested in like doing many things and i think that i can't do that because you know it's not possible but you know diana has definitely shown us that you can even though people are angry at her low-key because she's not doing music where the music at where the music at where the music at i know you still need that music this ain't no 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 
that. <laughs> do both. Do both. <laughs> so, um, what advice would you give your 18 or 20 year old self? Oh, wow. Um, for my 18 year old, my 20 year old self, I would tell myself to trust the process, trust my intuition, speak up and always stay positive. I would say mainly because I feel like in the past, I've never trusted my own instincts and my own strengths. And I didn't notice it until now that I could basically do or be whatever I want to be. And it's only up to me to do that. So I would say if I was 18 or 20 year old, a 20 year old still, I would tell myself that like, just trust with the strengths that you have and build on them. And also keep Thank learning. Thank you for that. Mm. Yeah, Words I love that. Stuff. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is probably like my Don't favorite question. Don't ever stop learning. <laughs> no matter what it is, well, school, cooking, yeah. drawing, being a director of a movie, anything it could be. You can literally pick up anything you want to learn these days. Yeah. Like learning never stops at school. There. YouTube's always there. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to say, it's also good to try things hands on as well. Because sometimes I've been very imaginary with my ideas. And then I'm like, damn, maybe I can't do that. You know what I mean? But then once you actually yeah. start doing it hands-on or, like, being in the field or any kind of way you want to do it, virtually or in person, like, just do it, literally. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the UNI podcast. This was literally, like, an amazing episode. We are so grateful that you took the time to talk to us and the listeners today. Well, thank you so much for having me. And it's such a cool experience to be on this podcast as I've been wanting to do this for a while. So thank you guys for giving me this opportunity. Hmm. Well, well, thank you for teaching us a lot. Actually. Yes. No, yes. <laughs> I learned, I learned, I learned more. Cute, guys. Okay, well, um, to our listeners, I hope you enjoyed and you gained some tips and tricks from Janice as to how to manage your time or even just how to come up with a business idea. And again, we want this to be an ongoing conversation with all of you, so please feel free to leave any questions, comments underneath our latest Instagram post at the UNI podcast. And we can't wait to see you guys, well, hear from you guys. And also remember yeah. to stay safe, stay clean, stay healthy during this time. Wash your hands. Follow the rules of social distancing. Please do. Yeah, so thank you for listening, and we'll see you during next week's episode. Bye! I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we would love to hear your thoughts. What did you think? What was your favorite part of the episode? Leave your comments on our latest Insta post at the UNI podcast. We want to include you on this journey. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you during next week's episode. Have a wonderful week. Bye.